BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. Sports Talk Radio. We have Tony Finn uh, with us for a couple more minutes before Tony goes play some Keno uh, yeah. tonight. Um, we got uh, Meadowlands Lindsay stepping up and in from Brooklyn. Uh, we'll talk uh, Belmont, Belmont Stakes uh, tomorrow. And then uh, we'll wrap up the show a little bit uh, later on with our. Uh, uh, our international, we'll get to you know everything. F1, Azerbaijan, uh, maybe a little NASCAR, UFC, um, in the last segment uh, of the program. So, uh, Tony Finn with us. Let's talk uh, overnight baseball. Uh, Tony, what's your opinion on Saturday's baseball card? Well, I don't have. Well, there's not a number yet, um, but I sure like this kid that's going to make his debut for Tampa Bay Bass. Tampa Bay's not hitting the ball very well. Um, they're not hitting the ball with any authority, Gabe, but I, I like him over Minnesota, in Minnesota against that lineup in Gonzalez. Maybe my favorite play. Um, we're going to go – let's put it this way. I'm going to go with Giolito and the White Sox. I think this is a short price against Perez, who's pitched far – head and shoulders above his skill set. Chicago White Sox absolutely destroy the left-handed pitching, especially pedestrian left-handed pitching. Give me the White Sox minus 135. Give me Baz. I figure Baz is going to be about a plus 130. What did you Can't think of uh, – what did you think of Tony La Russa and his intentional uh, walk – Gene, with one, at one and two, count one and two. Yeah. Intentional walk. Well, uh, Bobby Bonds must have been at the plate then. That's what I think of that. It was Trey Turner. <laughs> Pretty yeah. good hitter, but still, yeah, nevertheless. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you were Bobby Bonds at that point. Like, uh, Bobby Barry, I don't care which which Bonds we're talking about. Yeah, so, you know, it's just, yeah. it's one of those deals. Um, it's, you know, I, don't, I, I have a hard time believing in the White Sox. I, 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 yeah, I, listen, I don't. I, yeah, they're damaged goods, and they can't. They, their manager. Uh, we haven't we talked about this game? We have talked about Larissa and and that situation. It's it's amazing he found his way. Not amazing because I think Tony can sell a lot, you know ice cubes to you know what. But uh, 
but that's well, he can sell ice cubes to Jerry Reinsdorf. I think that's about it. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> he can sell ice cubes. I think Jerry Reinsdorf's like the one. That's why they always say, Tony, like, it only takes one. You know what I mean? Yeah. It takes one person to hire you, one person to believe in you, one person to draft you. If you're a band, you know what I mean? Yeah. One guy, one woman, one record company to believe. Like, one jurist, you don't need everybody. One. one. To get you out of a murder. One yeah, yeah. One jurist. Yeah. I make the jury hung. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> one jurist. It just takes one. You know what I mean? You can't, I, right, I can't fool a million. I'm not going to fool 350 million people. I just need to fool like six of you. You know what I mean? Man. Yeah, yeah you might be president. Right, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Late night anger match for class. This is Sports Rage. I am around. See the pips, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else uh, in between. Uh, Josiah Johnson, always the best. Uh, when there's a great, uh, yeah, when Steph sees Jalen Brown trying to take his finals, uh, MVP, uh, dude comes out on the porch. Uh, just, he, doesn't, uh, he doesn't know the rules, Gabe. This is a guy last year, remember? He, he didn't know the extra inning rules. Uh, it was too, too good. Oh, uh, yeah, but I'm not, I won't even bring up a fact my boy Dave Roberts tried to bring in a pitcher, right, last week? You see, you remember oh, that? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what? I don't care about the rule thing because the thing is you were allowed to do it during the pandemic, Tony, for the last few years, right? Right, right. So it, it wasn't a rule before, but then Major League Baseball made it a rule like five years ago or so, whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah, listen, there's too many position players pitching in these games, so you can't do this. So at least at least it's six runs and it's a blowout. And then when it was the pandemic for the last two years, they said, okay, you can do it now. Yeah. So it wasn't like people said, ah, oh, they're idiots and they don't know the rules. No, it was more so like... What's the deal? Like, is it the pandemic rule or no and not? And I think they were just trying to, you know, they were buying well, time. They, you have, they, they expanded the rosters. Remember, they were letting you have yes, yes. Right, not, not any longer. That, that ended June 1st, too. But uh, to me, Tony, what was that? I said, I defend Roberts, and you, you and your boy, the commissioner, always coming at him. Yep, <laughs> yep. we are. You guys are, yes, we are. But I said, <laughs> how the hell are you tapping out of a five-run game? You're only down by five, especially I, in a modern yeah, era. Man. Like, that's I, what I didn't understand. I, I, it's crazy. That's the Dodgers. I've seen them score five runs in three minutes. Yeah, I don't. I, I just unfortunately they didn't tonight. I was on them. Uh, I was on hey. them tonight. Ah. Oh wow. Yes. How about yesterday's game? Yeah, they're not having the best week and a half here. It started with the Pirates stuff, and it's sort of tailspun. You know, they split with the Mets. Tony Finn wager talk with us. Uh, he's about to go play Keno um, in in Las Vegas uh, right now. All right, Tony. So. Uh, Monday night opinion, NBA Finals, 30 seconds, NBA Finals opinion. Um, uh, Boston, plus four, three and a half. It's probably going to be down three, Gabe. Boston, plus three, market smart, over 14 and a half points. Wow. Tony Finn, that's where we part ways. I'm getting off the train now. <laughs> you can stay on the train and crash into the wall. Uh, Love you, Tony. Thank you. Okay, SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. 
Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You are listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci. The late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Renzi. Yes, uh, Jack, uh, in our uh, in our chat here. I don't know what city Jack is in, but um, I think Jack uh, might have found us. I think Jack's a hammer Don guy. What's up, uh, I, uh, IUD? Um, thank you. We love you as well. We love you as well. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you for tuning in, wherever you're. What city uh, you're joining us uh, right now? Uh, Tony Finn. Tony Finn was uh, just with us, and you know what? It, Jack pointed out, and it's true, impeccable phone tonight by Tony Finn. You notice this tonight. Impeccable. Wow. Tony climbs the ladder. Cam drops. <laughs> Cam. <laughs> Cam. Cam's fallen a couple of spots. Wow. Thing is, Tony, Tony was so, so, like, cemented as the worst team in America. That it's going to take more than a win. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, so I don't, I don't know if, I don't know. That doesn't move Tony in the rankings, actually. It doesn't. Like, if you consider all the misery that Tony has caused us over the years with his phone connection from Area 51, that no. But I, it's true. That was very smooth of him tonight. Very good. Very, very good. Um, yeah, yeah. Good, 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 uh, good stuff from, from Tony Finn. Jeff Reinbold. Coach Reinbold cut in and out a bit, a little bit. It got choppy a second. Our boy Matthias is on top of it. But he is on the islands right now. So considering, you know, we have a guest, we've got guests from all over the place. We're sending it to Brooklyn coming up next. We're going to talk to Belmont, uh, New York style. So uh, yeah, Jack Hands in Indiana. That's the start of a new streak. What's up, Jack? All right, so as I stated, we're going to talk Belmont in the next segment. Um... And we'll wrap up the show with not the loose ends, but the stuff we haven't gotten to yet. CFL picks for the weekend, USFL picks, a um, little soccer, check in with the soccer. But uh, UFC, there's actually a cool card, a uh, cool card tomorrow, UFC and uh, F1. Now, just as, as long as we're on the F1 right now, I want to say this, that number one, actually, I have not seen uh, The Hustle yet on Netflix. I haven't seen it. It's out. I believe, uh, Matthias, you're a big movie guy. You went to see that Maverick Top Gun movie as soon as it came out. And um, I think you've already watched. The, did you already watch The Hustle on Netflix? You did, right? You already watched it? Gabe, we're done at midnight West Coast time. And that's what time the movie came out. So I was able to enjoy it. Oh, it came out right at midnight? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I right away. I was like, you know what? Let's see what Adam Sandler's got. And I got to say, it might be one of Adam Sandler's best movies. Most of his movies are pretty good. Well, they're just funny, you know, but this one was more serious than, like, stupid funny. Well, about the last one, the Uncut, uncut Gems, that was serious. That was serious, but that, that, he's doing more serious stuff. If you, you know, try to go back, it's pretty much Uncut Gems in this. Besides that, you think of, like, Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore and, you know, Mr. Deeds. The list goes on. 
No, he's, yeah, no, I get it. I get it. He's got a diverse portfolio. He can do both, but he's gotten more serious with age. And he's into the sports scene, and he is obviously a big basketball guy uh, as well. So, yeah, the hustle's on Netflix. And I heard so I heard about it, and it started, I didn't know about it, and it came out of the blue, and I saw the promo for it and stuff, and I saw him on the tours and, and LeBron and stuff. Um, but Anthony Edwards is in it, and people rave about him. He actually acts in the movie, and uh, Hernan Gomez. Um, so like there's, there's, there's real NBA players in it and it's co-produced LeBron, you know, as part of the production company with Adam Sandler, Sandler is in it and, you know, basically did it. Yeah. You know, whatever. I guess LeBron's people gave him the script though. Like, uh, Sandler didn't, uh, didn't write it himself. He just sort of, you know, did it after produced it and stuff. Um, looks, I saw the trailer. It looks really good. If you're a basketball fan. Uh, looks looks really really cool. The hustle. So that's on Netflix. But a big popular show on Netflix is uh, the F1 stuff. What, I don't even what's it called. Uh, the F1. What's it called? Um, Netflix F1. Official name. You know what I'm talking about. But what's the official name? Drive to Survive. So we're in the season four right now. We're in the season four right now of the uh, the Drive to Survive. And I got to be honest with you. I've had Netflix for a little while. I get Netflix for free. It's included in my uh, in my condo, and I watch some stuff on it, and then I didn't, and I never really, you know what I mean. I wasn't, I don't have a lot of time. I watch sports, I do my shows, you know what I mean. But and then I got into it a bit with Netflix. I was like, damn, like the dogs of Berlin, and you know, I was like, man, there's some pretty good like serious shows, man, on this Netflix thing. It was pretty cool. At first, I was like, why would I want Netflix? I don't need them. I don't want to pay to get Ghostbusters or something. You know, oh, we have a catalog. I don't care about catalog. Give me something fresh. But Netflix is very good. I don't, you know, I saw Netflix stock and man, they lost customers. I don't really know why. It's a good product. So. It actually is. Like, I have it, and I would, I'd be mad if I didn't have it now, right, compared to, like, the quality. Like, you know, cable TV blows, man. Besides sports, like, what's on? You know what I'm saying? Like, Netflix actually has good stuff. So, this this Formula One show, I knew it was on, and it was one of those, yeah, whatever. Like, it's probably cheesy, or I don't know. Like, you know, it's just they never really register with me. And then I sort of heard people, oh, it's really good, it's really good. And then recently, I've started to hear more about how I started watching the F1 because of this show. And, like, countless people, like millions of people type thing. You know what I mean? Like, this, it's an extremely popular show, and all kinds of people watch this Netflix Drive to Survive show that don't even like, didn't even know anything about that. Like, we had Darius Butler on, the Indianapolis Colt player, right? Uh, New England Patriots, NFL vet. And he's big in F1 now. And he was on Game Time Decisions with us. And he's going to come on again next week. He's buddies with McAfee. And he goes on the McAfee show. He's on today. And I was on today, right? So, um, I remember last week he was on, or two weeks ago, and I asked him, like, when did you get into this F1 stuff? And he said, only because of Netflix. He said, I, I started watching the, 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 the TV series on Netflix about F1. And I got hooked, and then I said, I got to start watching this. And then he goes, then I started watching a sport, and then I'm really hooked. And so I'm, I'm the opposite. Like, I grew up around F1. You know, there's a track in my hometown, Gilles Villeneuve. Um, you know, it was a legend where I grew up uh, when I was a kid. The Circuit Gilles Villeneuve, the, like the F1 race in Montreal next week, is like the, the track is called the Gilles Villeneuve, Gilles Villeneuve Circuit. Circuit Villeneuve. And his son, Jacques Villeneuve, of course, uh, after was uh, was a championship uh, racer. So, you know, big tradition of Formula One. 
Um, so I grew up in Formula One. I used to be on the radio station and cover it. I used to do my radio show from the races and stuff like that. So I was kind of spoiled too. I never really I knew it was big, but I never like you know now when I see like wow like how you know respected and global and all this. I always knew, but you take it for granted. I had a press pass and I used just to walk in, hey guys, and it's just another race. You know what I mean? Not a lot of hot, uh, it's hot, to put it that way. <laughs> it's mind-blowing in F1 race. So, anyways, I actually watch the races, and I'm in F1. And over my life, F1's like wrestling to me. You know what I mean? I'm sort of, you know, I'll watch it more. Some seasons, I'm really into it. Sometimes, I'm like, oh, I didn't follow it much this year, right? But I'm in now again. And it wasn't because of the, the it wasn't because of the, the Netflix. It was just because there was a new season started. I don't like jumping in mid-season. Right and not knowing, but the season started from week one, and I this year I was like, yeah, yeah, good, I'm up, I'm gonna, I'm gonna follow it, like I was excited, and there's great storylines going on this year with the teams and the drivers, and I watched this season, which is the current season on Netflix, and I only watched one episode. I watched the first one. I'm like, damn, this is a good show. I don't know if you've watched, you've watched it, Matthias. I don't think you have, but yeah, check it out. Watch oh, season dude, four, episode one. I have watched yeah. it, and my, and my buddy is a perfect example of what you said. He fell in love Not with Not an F1 fan, but he loves the show, right? Yeah, he, he he fell in love with the show, and now he goes to races. He went you know, he went to Texas yeah. to see the races, and he was really pissed off that Mercedes didn't win the championship last year. And that Red Bull <laughs> did because of the technicality, and he blames it on the show. He blames that loss on the show because producers wanted to make that race tighter. Well, that's the, the thing. Season. That's the thing, Matthias. The show really makes you like a fan or not a fan of certain teams. You become like, oh, yeah, I don't like that team. I don't like that guy. Like, he's got it. You know what I mean? And it's really cool. Like, the cameras and stuff, like, they get them talking smack, like, right beside each other. <laughs> like, you see the head of Bahrain? Like, one of the Prince Sheik guys, he's like, I hope you kick Mercedes' ass. F them. It got picked up on the mic, man. Like... <laughs> Everyone hates Mercedes, man. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Class continues. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Moransi. The countdown to the Belmont Stakes is on. Let's send it to New York uh, right now. Meadowlands, Lindsay in the house. We used to kick it with Lindsay uh, at the Meadowlands and at MetLife uh, Stadium and at the FanDuel uh, Sportsbook. Countdown to the Belmont. Let's do this thing. Lindsay, how you doing? Countdown to the big race is on. What's going on? How you doing tonight? I'm doing very well, thanks. Glad to be here. How about yourself? We're ready to rock, uh, Lindsay. So let's get right down to business. It's a little anticlimactic this year as far as the Triple Crab pursuit uh, was concerned. There was a lot of excitement when Rich Strike uh, won the Kentucky Derby at 80-1. to 1, uh, But then Rich Strike did not run in the Preakness. 
um, early voting won the Preakness, but early voting is not running in the Belmont, so we don't even have the, um, we don't even really have a head-to-head -head between the uh, the winners of the first two uh, races, but nevertheless, Rich Strike is back, Modonigal is back, and there are some very good horses, including Nest, uh, in this field. It's an eight-horse field. How do you feel about this field, and how do you feel about the race, Lindsay? Well, I'm loving the look of this field. It's really wide open. There's a lot of competition in it. And, uh, you know, there's definitely some value uh, to be found in a lot of these horses. If you shape your exacta and your trifecta correctly, you might make some good money on this race. Well, a horse that a lot of people like, and, uh, pardon the pun, uh, is We the People. Comes in with the best buyer figure at 103. And we should note, even though Rich Strike went off at 80 to 1 in the Kentucky Derby, Rich Strike's buyer is 101 uh, right now. But uh, We the People uh, checks in, um, as far as the odds are concerned, at uh, about uh, two and a half to 1 right now. Now, if we're going with the set fixed odds, obviously, you know, it's horse racing, depends on what pool you're betting in. But we're, we'll give you sort of the fixed odds according to the sports books uh, right now. We the People plus 250. Uh, Skippy Longstocking 25 to 1. Nest of Philly in the three post at uh, 8 to 1. Rich Strike at uh, 4 to 1. The Kentucky Derby winner in the four hole. Creative Minister to five horse plus 650. Modonigal is uh, plus 250 as well in the six spot. Golden Glider 33 to 1 in the seven hole. And then you got Barber Road at 12 to 1. So who do you like uh, Lindsay? Who are you betting on? Uh, I think I'm going to go with Mo Donegal in this race. Uh, I like uh, his pace, and I like his final fractions. He's definitely got the distance and the breeding to win this race. Uh, also like his odds, uh, I have him at uh, three and a half to one, and he'll probably come at a decent price at race time. Uh, Mo Donegal was in the uh, in the Kentucky Derby, finished uh, in fifth place in the Kentucky Derby, but if you recall, uh, didn't have the best post position, right? So it, no, it, it, definitely not. And and he's marked as off slow and uh, ten wide gaining. So what happened? You know, he didn't have a great start and ended up very wide, but he was gaining ground towards the end of that race, which tells us he does have the distance to get the Belmont. Irad Ortiz uh, on the mount and Todd Pletcher. So there's some nice connections uh, here. Uh, so I agree. I think Mo Donegal uh, is the horse to beat, but there's uh, some other nice horses here. And what about uh, Rich Strike? Because Rich Strike doesn't jump off the um, doesn't jump off the page uh, to me, jump off the screen. But we can't discount a horse that you know just won the Kentucky Derby. But a lot of people are. What's, what are you doing with Rich Strike? Are you betting uh, him in exotics, exactas? What are you doing with Rich Strike? Absolutely putting Rich Strike in my uh, exacta to come first or second and triple to come first or second. Listen, this horse pulled off one of the most shocking upsets in the history of the sport by winning the Derby at 80-1. to But we should have known that because Horse Racing Nation had it on paper. He checked the boxes. He did an upward trajectory into the race. Nothing in his prior form hinted at the breakout performance that he produced. And while there's no denying how well he he did benefit from a perfect storm of circumstances. The pace was suicidal, and Sonny Leone delivered an all-time great derby ride. He appears to be training well in recent weeks. The workouts look great, and he's bred to get the distance. Yet from a gambling standpoint, it's unwise to, shuttle, to, to settle for a short price on a horse who just uh, achieved a long shot victory with a perfect trip. Um, he has much to prove 
but you know, I'm willing to go in on him. So I'm going to put him uh, in my exacta to come for a second, and maybe he'll surprise us again. Yeah, it's hard. I think we would all feel and look pretty stupid if we didn't get a piece of Rich Strike again right now, considering in the four to one range, uh, Metal Lands Lindsay, in the four to one range, in a horse that just won the Kentucky Derby, was 80 to one, and isn't the favorite again. You know, it's almost like, you know, it's like the Tampa Bay Lightning. I'll use a hockey example in which they were underdogs in the first three games against the Florida Panthers. It was like, it's like, all right. You know I mean, like, they, you know, Tampa, they are the two-time Stanley Cup champions. You guys are aware of this, right? And they kept on just making the Florida Panthers uh, the favorites, and the Lightning just kept covering. So, you know, in the four-to-one range, I get it. I don't have a problem with that. All right, so what about? Uh, uh, what about trifectas? So you're looking at uh, Modonigal, the six horse. Uh, we talked about Rich Strike, uh, the Kentucky Derby winner, who was the uh, the four horse. What about We the People, who was the one horse? What about Nest, who was the three horse? What about uh, what about trifecta players and and even superfecta players? Well, We the People is a very highly regarded colt who won his first two starts with ease before tackling the, the grade one Arkansas Derby. He clearly came undone that day, losing his cool before the race, never traveling well and during it. You know, maybe he just had to get that out of his system as he looked like a different horse in the Peter Pan. He displayed a high cruising speed on the front end before spurting away in the lane. His 103 buyer is the highest in this field, uh, though he has to prove that he was no sloppy track fluke. He appears to own a distinctive pace advantage, and Flavian Pratt should be able to dictate terms. He may be one of the most horse, uh, talented horse anyway, and uh, looks awfully formidable. I would absolutely put him to come uh, second or third in my triple and or exacta. Meadowlands, Lindsay, uh, kicking it was. So if you guys are into the buyer figures, uh, we the people, 103. And for the record, you know, Rich Strike has the second highest uh, rating coming in at 101. And as we just talked about, you know, not getting a ton of respect uh, once again here. I think it's because, you know, it basically the horse didn't run in, in the Preakness. So some people have sort of forgotten. The casuals have forgotten. And there's not the run for the Triple Crown uh, as well. But just for the record, so yeah, we the people, a buyer figure of 103. Rich Strike uh, checks in with the second highest uh, figure of this uh, field at 101. So I, I brought up uh, Nest uh, here, and uh, Nest uh, is um, is part of the Curlin uh, connection, and we know how successful Curlin uh, was. Uh, she finished second in the Kentucky Oaks. What's your opinion on the filly here, and can she give the uh, give the boys a run for their money? Because I think she can actually in this eight horse field. And I would be inclined to agree. Uh, this lone filly in this bet Belmont goes out for a trainer who's had plenty of success in this race. Her accomplishments don't exactly measure up to Todd Pletcher's 2007 Belmont winning filly brags to riches. But she just said it right uh, there, Lindsay, too. The fact that Pletcher has this horse in this race, he believes that she's got a chance. Not easy to finish second in the Oaks. You know, uh, she's finished in the money, uh, Lindsay. Six straight races in the money. 
Yep, she sure has, and she's no me. Uh, she's not meeting. Uh, she's meeting no titans here. She's got a pretty good trip in the Oaks, but uh, couldn't reel in the secret oath. Her top buyer is 92 on the slow side, but her handy running style suits this race, and she may get the jump on some of the shorter priced plotters. Though she's never raced beyond nine furlongs, she's bred to go much farther as a full sister of the uh, Grade One Santa Anita handicap winner idle. Uh, I would not underestimate this horse's chances, especially if the price is fair. All right, uh, Lindsay, we've got uh, we got about uh, we got about a minute and a half or so here. What about for the long shot players? Everybody's you know likes to out throw away, scratch, you know, etc. Um, but what about Skippy Longstock at a twenty-five to one uh, Golden Glider? So basically, look, it's Golden Glider and uh, and Skippy Longstocking as far as the big payday is concerned. And in my opinion, uh, Lindsay, anytime you have this small of a field, man, as you know, hanging out at the Meadowlands, anything can happen, man in an eight-horse uh, race. So if you are going to sprinkle on one of the long shots, who are you taking a shot with, or even maybe Barber Road at 12-1? to 1? Uh, I think I like Nest. Uh, or uh, Actually, I think I like Barber Road. Uh, let's see what we have on Barber Road. Well, Nest, Nest is 8-1, to one, so yeah, not a real long, long yeah. shot, right? I'm talking about yeah, the longer yeah. shots. Between Skippy Longstock like and Golden Road. Glider and Barber Road. Barbara Rhodes' Derby concern, uh, performance uh, and trip wasn't so different from that of Mo Donegal. They both lagged towards the back of the pack early before coming very wide into the stretch. There's sixth place finish, Mo too, just for the record for Barbara Road, for people tuning in, sixth place finish in the Derby. Yeah, fair enough. Mo was getting away from this guy in the very late stages of the Derby, but neither one was finishing with any particular gusto. Deep closing grinder has a knack for picking up checks, yet he's one of the many who lacks early speed, and it looks like there are more talented closers in the race than him. Ray Gutierrez rode him well, but never hurts to get a two-time Belmont winning jockey, Joel Rosario, in the saddle. Another minor award looks like his ceiling. Well done, uh, Lindsay. Where can people uh, follow you on uh, Twitter? I know you'll be uh, tweeting during the race tomorrow. Where can people follow you online? Uh, they can follow me at Handicapper, H-A-N-D-I-C-A-P-P-3-R, Handicapper with a three. I'll be all over Twitter tomorrow. I'll have my uh, horse racing uh, clients with me at the bar in Brooklyn taking action, and uh, it's going to be a great day. Hey, uh, keep on rocking in the free world. Thanks a lot for taking the time to be with us, Meadowlands. Lindsay, the late-night anger management class continues. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You want some of this, don't you? Yeah! Well, you need to know the winner. And I know the winner. So call me now. Whoa! 
$5 for the first minute, $2 for each additional minute. You have reached the coach's hot line. line. Yeah, lay it on me, coach. In the game of my MA mm -hmm. versus Sin. Cincinnati. Sin. Cincinnati. That. Cincinnati. Come on, come on. Don't you realize this is costing me money? Late night anger match for Class SS Sports Rage. I am arresting the pips, the players, the hustlers, the people, the busters, and everybody else in between. Let's do this thing. All right. Uh, thanks to uh, Meadowlands Lindsay for throwing it down uh, with us. Uh, we've got uh, we got a lot of stuff going on this weekend. A little sort of like this and that and different things that we haven't gotten to. Um, F1. We were talking about the Netflix show and stuff, but let me get you the updated odds uh, right now. The thing with F1 is, and it's tough to get picks on Friday. Uh, for this all right so it's always tough because the qual the qualification and where where your your starting position is very very critical uh in formula one you know what i mean in nascar nascar it isn't you know what i'm saying i'm not saying it's it's irrelevant uh in nascar but it's not the it's not the same all right like it's very difficult to pass now, just for the record, too, Azerbaijan, uh, this this race, uh, it's in uh, Baku, all right, the city of Baku, and very very cool. Uh, this city, and I, you know, I was, I didn't, I knew, I, you know, I knew Azerbaijan, but I didn't really know the history fully, and I'm like, wow, Azerbaijan, huh? And so they're racing in the streets, and basically Azerbaijan and Baku, it's like a, um, it's like a literally medieval city. Like total, like one one million percent medieval times, like fourteen hundreds, fifteen hundreds, like castles, dungeons, torture stuff, um, Russian kings, and you know what I mean, princes and all that, you know, like battles, and you know what I mean. It's on the Caspian Sea, uh, old beautiful, uh, you know, it's an old beautiful sea town. Obviously, they've got money, and um, so they're racing through the streets, and so you'll see, like, when they're racing stuff. You'll be like, wow, look at that, like, old building. And, like, yeah, it's old, old. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so many oldest buildings in the world. And, like, I don't know, there's all kinds of, like, you know, historians know. But, like, serious battles. And, like, it's it's known as, like, a medieval. And, in fact, there's, like, a medieval fort. And, like, there's a city within the city and stuff. It's, like, it's it's old school, man. Old school. Uh, so, you know, you know, it's like the, the, the F1. They really... They're really, um, they are, um, yeah, here it is. Uh, it's famed for its medieval walled old city, which contains the palace of Shirva Shanshas. Pardon, uh, I'm not an historian, so if I butcher that. A vast royal complex in the iconic stone Maiden Tower. Contemporary landmarks include the Zaha Hadid designed Haydar Alif Center and the Flame Towers. Three pointed skyscrapers covered with LED screens that overlook the city. Metro population, 5 million. See, it's a big world out there, right? You never heard of it. Oh, what? 5 million people? You know what I mean? It's a big city. So, yeah, they got the F1 race. So, I listen, I'm taking uh, Max Verstappen. I'm taking Max Verstappen. He's been my guy. And also, um, as far as the constructor championship is concerned, I think Red Bull's the way to go, man. Between Verstappen and Sergio Perez, these guys are winning races, all right, and they're racking up the points. Uh, Mercedes are a train wreck this year, 
and and you got Ferrari. Ferrari keep testing well, and they they pull well and stuff, but then they don't win the race. Right, like they're 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 like weak weak warriors, but on Sunday they don't win, and Red Bull step up. All right, now the, the beautiful thing about the modern F1 is not nearly as predictable as it used to be, but the odds are going to change before this race at 7 a.m. Eastern on uh, on Sunday morning. So I do like Red Bull to win the constructor championship at minus 160, and as far as this race is concerned, I do like Max Verstappen at plus 105. Uh, they had uh, trouble last year. It was a very frustrating race for Red Bull last year here. They've got unfinished business. I was reading an interview that he basically said it's unfinished business type of thing. And also, as you guys can tell, I'm, I'm, I'm really into this. I'm following this stuff closely. Uh, as far as today, so all these teams are having a hard time. Like the cars are violently bouncing on the back, the back end. And some teams are dealing with it better than others. And all these guys are divas, and, you know, their car has to be absolutely perfect, or they yell and they flip out and stuff. So, anyways, today, uh, Red Bull, uh, Perez's car was fine, but Verstappen's car was not. They had a problem with Verstappen. So, Verstappen during practice today was constantly saying, I got a problem, I got a problem. And they finally gave up trying to solve the problem, and they just did the exact same setup that they had on the Perez car because it was slightly different for Verstappen to his liking. So they said, all right, listen, we can't fix this right now, so how about we just do exactly the same dynamics that we're doing with Perez? And Verstappen said, fine. And Verstappen, like, killed it out there after. And he said, uh, we tried to fix it, of course, Verstappen. I didn't hear anything in the practice round 2P2, he said, which is uh, practice round 2. So I guess it's all right. Well, Red Bull worked in the garage. Uh, Ferrari uh, was already at the top of the timesheets, but Verstappen eventually made it on the track, showed signs of promise as he closed within a tenth of a uh, second of Leclerc. Uh, but as all the cars switched to soft tires midway through the session, um, Verstappen proved that his pace was for real. So the practice two from the P2 timesheets today, Charles Leclerc Ferrari, uh, 143.224, Sergio Perez Red Bull, uh, 0.248 behind, Max Verstappen, 0.35, so a third a third of a second behind. That's how close. And like I said, Leclerc is getting frustrated. He hasn't won in four races. He's getting frustrated right now because he keeps pulling well, but he doesn't win the race. Verstappen's got unfinished business. Perez is uh, off that win in Monaco. Uh, Red Bull on a roll. Discount uh, Mercedes, although George Russell keeps finishing in the top five all the time. Um, I'm going Verstappen at plus money, man, plus 105. Max Verstappen, plus 105. And, uh, you know, one great thing about the F1, too, you can get into the podium props and all this. How about, uh, how about both both Red Bull guys to podium? Let's see what uh, we can get with uh, Sergio Perez. Uh, podium finish. Podium finish. Sergio Perez. That's ah, minus 175. George Russell's finished in the top five in every race this year, which is very impressive. You figure one of these days he's going to crack that podium. Although Mercedes had some issues. Lewis Hamilton finished at 12th today uh, in practice time. So we will be pulling the trigger. 
uh, on Max Verstappen to win this race, and we are going to take uh, Red Bull, little uh, future F1 for you here, Red Bull to win the Constructor Championship. We'll have some fun this summer covering and uh, keeping up with all this stuff. Darius Butler is going to join us next week, and they are in Montreal uh, next week. That's going to be sick. They return to Montreal after a two-year hiatus. All right, so speaking of international... It's an international sort of weekend here, so we're talking about Azerbaijan, maybe a little history of the medieval uh, city of Baku. Um, but we also go to Singapore as well. UFC, not at the Apex, not in Las Vegas. UFC is in uh, Singapore, where uh, they know a thing or two about mixed martial arts. Where they're down, <laughs> they're down. Remember one, 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 uh, one FC or whatever it was called was out of there. But obviously a long history of Muay Thai and uh, and combat sport in the region. So it's pretty cool that the UFC is going to uh, to Singapore. Shevchenko minus seven hundred, Santos plus four seventy. Glover Teixeira is the champion, but he is the underdog. Uh, Matthias. Who are you taking in the main event? Glover Teixeira is plus 168. Yuri Prosaka is uh, minus 210 right now. Dude, I'm Who going are you with pulling Yuri. the trigger on? I'm going with Jerry Prochaska. I think the run ends for Glover right here. The power is going to be too much. This is where Glover gets dropped. It's not just the power. I just think it's like his diverse set of... Uh, striking, you know, Jiri has surprised me in all of his fights, and the guy is a true samurai. The guy is a true warrior. He can beat you on the ground, but he has great angles, and that's what my favorite thing about him is. He can hit you from so many different angles, and he's he's a wild man, Gabe. He's definitely a wild man, and he's got to listen. He doesn't he doesn't have a lot of UFC experience though, right? Uh, and this type of fight experience, and he's used to destroying people right away, which is always a concern, but. Yeah, at Glover's age right now, at some point, the thing with Glover is, man, I remember when Ryan Bader fought him. I'm dating myself, but it's like 15 years ago or whatever, 12 years, whatever it was. I remember Ryan Bader fought him, and he nailed him, man. And I remember Glover's knees like sort of buckled and stuff, but like he's like rubber, he's like a rubber band, that guy, Matias. You know what I mean? Like you snap him and stuff. It's like, oh, I just cracked him. I heard him good. He's like an old dude. And he just sort of, next thing you know, man, he's on top of you. And it's like, oh, God, like how did this happen? And he's just a badass, Glover Teixeira. He's one of those guys that everybody likes. I mean, he came into the UFC when he was 30-plus years old due to visa problems. And people thought, oh, that's too bad he wasn't here in his prime. So it was, you know, people like the story that he got the belt. I'm with you, though. I was on him that last time, too. I had faith. Remember, I was like, I had faith on him when he won a couple of times. I think more than you. I was like, you know what? This guy finds a way, Matthias. I was like, he just finds a way. But this time, Matthias, I don't want to dance with this Yuri guy either. I think he's going to tag. I think he's going to tag him, and it's going to be a problem. He's a guy who's going to be a champion for a long time once he wins the belt as well. You know, this isn't a guy who is a guy who kind of has been fighting in the UFC for a long time. This guy is a fresh set of, you know, he has fresh blood. He has a fresh style. He has a fresh personality. You know, he has a fresh background. It just seems like a guy who's perfect for the UFC, who's perfect for to be a champion. And he's exciting to watch. And that's, I think, I think my most favorite thing about him is how exciting he is to watch. And it's not luck. You know, it's not like he's nailing these punches and getting lucky with a swing. He's beating these guys' ass and they don't know how to respond back to him. Like Dominic Reyes is a good fighter. 
And the fear that Dominic Reyes had when he fought Prochaska yeah. was just, you know, you haven't seen that type of fear in, in Dom. And, and Dom fought John Jones. I was on Prochaska in that fight. I don't know why, but I was. I remember now. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's you know that's my thing. Listen, I've been on Teixeira in the past, guys. I've you know I've I've taken a leap of faith and they just said, listen, he'll find a way. Yeah, he's a little older, but he's so experienced. He's so tough. He's crafty. But th- this is like uh, this is like Ivan Drago, Rocky stuff, Matias. It's a you're asking too much now. I think. I think you're like he you, he won the champ. Like if he pulls this off, bro, then we got to be like, wow, this guy's one of the best of all time. Like oh, you know what I mean? If Clover, like, if Clover steals this again. We're going to slap ourselves in the face and we're going to be like, why did we not go with Glover? It's like, how many times has he had? Yeah, and he was an underdog, exactly. He's proven us wrong so many times, especially me. Yeah, but I hate, I hate losing money on these new hot shots with them. I hate it, bro. I don't do it. You got to prove me when it comes to MMA. I don't, I always say, I don't, this guy beat a bunch of stiffs and whatever. He's got two fights in the UF. Like, all these dudes that are the next phenom. And oh, they can't be stopped. And remember Nagano. I mean, Nagano eventually got there, but remember Nagano? It was the same thing. And then when he got to the big time, you know, I mean, the one still, dude, that's the thing. I don't care how tough you are, bro. When, when you're walking out in an octagon in a championship fight, bro, it's different. And, and Glover's been there, he's done that. It's different. I don't care who you are, they'll tell you that. Every fighter will tell you that. This is Sports Rage. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. We really do have a little piece of everything here tonight. Once this next game starts, we're coming up all right, so... We played a parlay. Mick Aussie was with us. Uh, Mick Aussie was with us on Game Time Decisions tonight in Game Live. And um, we talked AFL footy, Australian uh, rules football overnight coming up. And I played the parlay. Listen, I got this at plus money. But it's it's not a bad parlay even if you played it together here right now. Brisbane and Great Western Sydney. This is for the true DJs in the overnight hours. If you're like, well, I don't want to wait till tomorrow to bet on something. Well, you don't have to. There's uh, there's football from Australia, AFL action. So I got the Brisbane Lions to beat the St. Kilda Saints, and I've got Great Western Sydney to beat North Melbourne. Now listen, the North Melbourne Kangaroos, the Roos, they're terrible. Great Western Sydney's going to roll. They're like 39.5-point favorites. The trickier one here is Brisbane and St. Kilda. St. Kilda it is, but uh, give me the Brisbane Lions, all right? They're 19 and a half point favorites, but think what AFL football is, the money lines and the point spreads aren't correlated. It's very strange. Like, they're 19 and a half point favorites, but they're only minus 250 on the money line. So that's why I took them in the parlay and I made it to plus money, and I took it with the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, but that game is over. So the Winnipeg Blue Bombers doesn't help you now, but I did give this on a TV show earlier tonight. 
but you can't take Great Western Sydney and uh, Brisbane. Uh, Matthias, what's your best bet uh, for the UFC tomorrow? Be quick. What is it tomorrow? Jack Magdalena, minus 165 against Ramazan Amiv. That's my favorite pick. Magdalena. All right, Jack Magdalena. All right, so uh, follow me on Twitter, at SportsRage. I'll be posting my picks uh, for, for baseball uh, tomorrow. I'll tell you what, though. The New York uh, Rangers are done. Tampa Bay Lightning win this hockey game tomorrow night. Vasilevsky's a killer in, um, in elimination games. Other than that, you're on your own. Later. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.